0: With summer closing in, I am so ready to ditch my cold weather clothes and say hello to shorts and tees. But I don't want to just buy what's trendy. I want to update timeless, high quality summer pieces that I can utilize for all seasons and years to come without spending a fortune. And now I've got a lineup of beautiful clothes from Quince that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year.
1: Like premium European linen dresses Blosses and shorts from $30. I'm talking about, babe.
0: There's washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. It's actually because they partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. I actually just ordered their linen shorts, tops, and pants that I plan to wear for this summer because they're lightweight, and I'm so excited to get them and start planning my Quince capsule wardrobe for my summer travels. Honestly, I have so much Quince clothing, and I love it all.
1: Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash husband for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash husband to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash husband when you're traveling do you ever stress about what's happening back home like did you forget to lock up or leave a window open that's why we totally suggest getting simply safe home security today for top-notch security and peace of mind no matter where your summer adventures take you That's actually such a good point i think that is one of the main reasons peyton and i love simply safe as well is Did I lock the front door? Did I do this? Is a window open? You can just tell exactly what's going on in your home.
0: Right, and I I know like when we travel, it is so nice to just have that peace of mind to know that your home is okay. There's also a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras that we've installed so we have view of our entire house, every entry point. Plus, I just feel relieved knowing that it's backed by 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day.
1: Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. Right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafe.com. Safe.com slash husband. There's no safe like simply safe.
0: Hey, now, hey, now, this, this is, what is what dreams are made of. Hey, 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 now, hey, now, this is what dreams are, are made of. of. I've got,
1: <sighs> Yeah. I don't I don't know either. <laughs>
0: dude why is it always that as soon as you press the button i have to burp do you feel the same way i
1: feel like i have to laugh i have to look away from but i figured out i think that mutes us
0: oh okay so that's
1: why i pressed it just in case one of us oh yeah
0: because i feel like i have to burp every time like you press it and then (laughs) it just starts coming up i
1: feel like i need to get like all my wiggles out as soon as i press the button
0: (laughs) okay well hey everyone welcome back to our podcast i'm peyton Moreland.
1: And I'm Garrett Morland,
0: And this is Murder With My Husband.
1: And I'm the husband.
0: Yeah. Um. So I thought that we would start off by talking about some shows that we've been watching together or alone since we've been in quarantine. And so, yeah, a show that we've been watching together is um Lost. Yeah. But we kind of stopped.
1: Yeah, we stopped after. We were actually going pretty good. We were on season three. We were like yeah. two weeks in. Yeah. And I don't know what.
0: It just gets boring. Like, I've watched it before, and I stopped around the same point. So, I actually have never finished Lost.
1: Almost like it gets repetitive, but I don't yeah. know if it's repetitive is the right word. I, know. I don't know. It gets a little funky.
0: But after Lost, we started All-American.
1: <laughs> but like I was saying the other day, how you haven't watched any SVU or CSI or yeah. anything.
0: Because I've watched all of them, like, yeah, so literally. Yes, so many times. Send me a crime show, I've watched it. Oh, yeah. And so, it's like...
1: She can those wait, 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 wait. you should she can repeat the law and order um what's it called? I don't know.
0: <laughs> the the theme song? Intro, intro the intro.
1: Yeah, we'll have to do that maybe another podcast. Wait, I think I could do oh, it. Okay, do it. Hold on. Pressure's on. Let's go.
0: If I can remember how it starts.
1: <laughs> okay, go go.
0: In the criminal justice system, sexually based offenses are considered especially heinous. In New York City, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felons are members of an elite squad known as the Special Victims Unit. These are their stories. Boom, boom.
1: That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I thought, oh. That the, I thought that was the applause one. The applause. It's this one. Which one is it? oh that's funny (laughs) the fail (laughs) (laughs) you suck Uh, oh that's funny
0: yeah that's just a hidden talent of watching every single season all 832 seasons of law and order i swear
1: (laughs) it's pretty impressive actually
0: yeah so um the other night we were looking at places to go you know to travel to
1: oh yeah i mean can't right now (laughs) yeah can't right now but for (laughs) the
0: future i know just dreaming you know looking up resorts and stuff and we were looking at like where were we looking?
1: I was just looking in Mexico. Oh, at, Mexico. Just different resorts. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: So I wanted to talk about hotels because I've had some not the best experiences in hotels. What yeah. about you?
1: What do you mean? It's like.
0: Just like staying. in Like, okay, if you think about it, like this scares me, you know, being a, you know, just obsessed with this kind of stuff, having, mm-hmm. you know. The fact that I'm sleeping, which is your most vulnerable state, I'm sleeping with hundreds of people yeah. that I don't know that are just a door away.
1: Yeah, that's true. I guess I never... It's
0: like letting people in your house and saying uh-huh. like, good night. I don't know who you are. I don't, I've don't. i never <laughs> even seen you. Good night.
1: I actually really like the locks on hotel doors I because I feel like they're like super big and thick. Yeah. So I guess I don't really don't get scared because I feel like someone couldn't get in if they, if yeah. they tried, but...
0: so. I was going to tell the story of the Airbnb that we went to in Vegas. Oh, yeah. So we like book this Airbnb in Vegas with a couple friends, and we drive up, and it's just not a good part of Vegas. Like, we didn't realize when we booked it, but well, actually, we didn't even book it. Our friends did. But we drive up, we get, we park, and I'm like so scared. The hotel just has. It's like a it apartment not a building. Yeah, it's an apartment building. It's like an apartment building, and it has, like, just windows shattered. The, like, um, parking lot is just destroyed. And so we go in, go into the elevator, and everyone's just kind of side-eyeing us. We get to the room. We walk in. The room is, like, actually okay, kind of, but it just mm-hmm. has this weird smell. And then we go into the bedroom, and there's blood on the bed, remember? Yeah. There was blood on the sheets in the bed.
1: Yeah, the whole thing was just super sketchy. It was just
0: so weird. And I never told you about this one time. Um, Me and my mom, we were like somewhere for a dance competition. We pull up to this hotel and it's like late because the dance competition just gotten over. So it's like 11 p.m. And we pull up and the hotel is just like in this sketchy area of where we were and we get out and there's this guy just like standing staring at us like we parked the car and he kind of like walked over to the car but like uh-huh. stayed far enough away that he like wasn't approaching us you know but he like came close to us so we like get out and we start walking up to go into like the side door of the hotel and he yeah. follows us over there and so i'm like what the heck so i like open the door and we go in and we start walking like the stairs were directly where the side door was so we start walking the stairs and i turn around and he like caught the door with his foot and followed oh, us in weird. And so I'm like freaking out. Uh And so we like walk up and I'm like, mom, that guy is following us. So we start walking faster and we get to our room and he did go onto our floor and like turned around and saw what room we went into, but we like got the door closed. So the whole night I'm like freaking out, can't sleep. I'm so scared. I'm like, mom, we have to call the cops. Mom, we have to call the cops. Like he followed us in and saw what room we went into. And she's like, no, he just didn't have a key card. And he needed to get in. So he was just, like, waiting for someone to come open the side door for him, yeah. you know? And I was like, yeah, but he, why would he follow us up to our room? And I, like, booby-trapped our whole room. I took all the hangers, like, the metal hangers, that hang in the closets, and I hung them all over the door. Oh, I moved the desk gosh. in front of you the are door. kidding me. I was so scared.
1: <laughs> I think... I could be wrong, but I think that might happen when you only listen to murder <laughs> stuff and watch murder shows because yeah, right. that doesn't even cross my mind. I
0: know, but I was just like so scared. I
1: know, that's so funny. It's kind of like the other day we were when we were hiking mm-hmm. with our. Remember, oh, we yeah, were hiking yeah, yeah, yeah. with our family. Yeah. And obviously, it's different right now. For everyone who's listening, like COVID nineteen coronavirus is going on. Yeah. But we were hiking with my family. And all of a sudden this guy starts approaching us, which in the stops and is just staring at us. And it all took us a second to realize, oh,
0: he's social, distancing. he's social distancing, but it was creepy. It was creepy because he was just alone hiking. And he like, he, he came up from behind us
1: and then just stopped. And so trumps. we
0: heard him. And then right when we turn around, he just stops. Yeah. And I think cause he was probably like, oh crap, I'm supposed oh, yeah. to be social uh-huh. distancing. But we were like, why what did this guy doing? just stop? Like he's following, you know, like it was,
1: and then we realized, oh, it's social distancing yeah, and yeah. everything
0: was fine. Yeah, it was. It was
1: so that you brought up hotels. Does that mean the murders about hotels today? Yep. Oh my gosh. I'm a genius. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea, by the way, that was a total
0: guess. (laughs) Okay. So do you want to just hop into it?
1: Yeah, let's hop into it.
0: Okay. So I'm doing the murder of Roland T. Owen slash Artemis Ogletree. Not two separate people. Same person. Two different names.
1: Are these people from the USA? Yes. Interesting names
0: okay so i got my information off of mysterious universe.org buzzfeed unsolved wikipedia all that's interesting.com and phantoms and monsters.com which was a blog okay okay so on a cold winter afternoon in january of 1935 so we're way back A man wearing a black overcoat checked into the hotel president in Kansas City, Missouri. The hotel president was like a nicer hotel for Kansas City. It was like a well-known hotel that was pretty nice. Um, He's tall. He has a scar on his face. And he has cauliflower ear in one ear. Okay, yeah. yeah. So like people are assuming that maybe he's like a wrestler Uh or a boxer in that time. fighter or whatever. Yeah, whatever. He has no luggage. Um, he books he books a room and requests an interior room that isn't facing the street outside. So it's like the window is facing like the courtyard in the center because it. okay. it's like a nice hotel. So it's like the courtyard in the center of uh-huh. the hotel and not the street outside. Okay. I mean,
1: I guess that's not that weird of a no. request. Mm-mm. So
0: he pays for his room in all cash and signs as Roland T. Owen, uh, attaching an address that's in Los Angeles. After that, the bellboy, whose name is Randolph Propst, guides Roland up to his room, and the room number is ten forty-six.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I always forget about those.
0: Um. So Owen, uh, when they get up to the room, and this is all coming from the bellboy's point of view. Okay. Owen sets down a comb, a toothbrush, toothpaste, and a brush from his pockets. And then goes to get the key from from Probst and then leaves the hotel. So this is the only things that he had with him was his wallet, a comb, a toothbrush, toothpaste, and a brush. That's the only luggage he brought.
1: Yeah, that's weird. It's also kind of weird. Maybe no one thought of this, but the Bellboy is very observant. I know, because if
0: you're thinking that... <laughs> Like right. maybe he was getting rubbed the wrong way.
1: And so he's paying more attention yeah. to him.
0: But it's like nothing bad had happened really yet. And so like how, but I think because the bellboy's like supposed to bring the luggage up. Yeah. But this guy had no luggage. Okay.
1: That would make and so sense. then when he gets
0: in the room, he lets the guy into the room with a key. And because it's, it's 1935. So hotels weren't like they are now. It's not like you get yeah. your key. And you go up by yourself, you know?
1: And it's not like he was like wanting to check his phone for yeah, something. So yeah, yeah. all he was doing was staring at it. Yeah.
0: Him. And so this guy empties his pockets out with toothbrush, toothpaste, comb, and then is like, okay, thanks. Like, and leaves the hotel, like, doesn't stay in his hotel room, walks back down with the bellboy and leaves. Got it. Okay. And the bellboy sense. gives him his key.
1: Hmm.
0: <clears throat> um, So later that day, May Soapdick, who is the hotel maid enters room 1046 to clean it when she opens the door owen the guy is sitting on the bed with his legs like straight out in front of him with a single lamp on like to the lowest setting so it's super dim in the bed and the shades are like completely drawn like there's no there's no light coming in and he's not doing anything he's just sitting on the bed staring at the wall in front of him
1: what in the world and so
0: she like Gets startled, right? Because like, why is this guy sitting in the dark? Like, I'm here to clean the room, and um, he seems to be like visibly anxious and distraught. Like, she can tell that like something's wrong with the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Owen. Um, so she enters the room, and he like stands up to leave the room because uh, she's coming in, and he tells Mary not to lock the door on the way out because he's expecting a friend to come over. And he says it to her like a couple times before leaving. Like he's gathering his stuff, which I don't know. Like I guess he doesn't have that much (laughs) stuff, but maybe just grab. And he like mentions it over and over, like don't lock the door. Don't lock the door. I have a friend coming. Do you ever find that when you're traveling, you can't help but worry about what's going on back home? Like, again, did you remember to lock up everything or close all the windows? It's so easy for those little concerns to nag at you while you're trying to enjoy your trip. And that's why we highly recommend looking into Simply Safe Home Security today. It's all about giving you the top-notch security and total peace of mind, no matter where your summer adventures take you. It's like having that extra layer of protection so you can truly relax and enjoy your time away.
1: Simply Safe has given us and many of our listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. Right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafe.com/husband. There's no safe like Simply Safe. We're jumping into an ad right now, and I no joke, I've had this question. I think about all the time because I hate getting sick. Do you ever wonder why some people just don't get sick? One of the reasons you can help yourself from getting sick is armra colostrum. Our audience, receive 15% off your first order. Go to triarmra.com slash husband or enter husband to get 15% off your first order. Again, that's T-R-Y dot slash husband.
0: Oh, so I wanted to explain. So this hotel can only be locked from the outside of the room. So I think it's like a keyhole insert and there's no, like the inside of the door is just a door handle and you have to lock the door from the outside.
1: Seems very unsafe. I know. So I don't
0: really quite understand because like if you, so I think that you would go in the room and there would be no need to lock your room door. Unless you were leaving the room.
1: Yeah. Okay. I can see that. So it's
0: like you leave the room, you lock the room, you come back, you unlock it, and then you don't lock the door again until you're going to leave again. Does that make sense? It's no, not like it today's hotels where you're able to lock.
1: This whole story is just kind of strange right now. It's, I know. It's kind of freaky.
0: So Mary, the maid, finishes cleaning the room, and then she returns to the room again just a little bit later at four to leave some clean towels because she like didn't have the towels with her when she was cleaning the room. Mm-hmm. So she opens the door again, it's unlocked, and is startled to see Owen lying in the bed again, fully clothed, staring at the ceiling in the dark. Now the lamp is off.
1: Right, this dude's doing some, like, devil worship or something <laughs> inside there. I know. What in the world?
0: Um. So the maid notices a note on the desk from, like, the hallway light, because it's dark in the room, but she can, like, see the note because of the light in the hallway. And the note says, Dawn... I will be back in 15 minutes. Wait. So she's like, oh, I think he's waiting for someone. So she just, like, drops the towels off and leaves because she's, like, super uncomfortable. Which is why I think we're getting all these details because I think everyone from the beginning was, like, a little, like, making note in their head of, like, the weird things going on because they were.
1: These are a lot of details. It's almost like a, I don't know, there's a ton of details, like a murder mystery. Everyone's, like, remembering everything. everything. But I
0: think. (laughs) Like, if something's strange, you are prone to remember it more. Yeah, that's true. So, maybe, like, I mean, if you walk into a room
1: in and a man's
0: just laying fully clothed, shoes on, in the bed, staring at the ceiling with all the lights off midday, Yeah. you're going to be like, what?
1: What are you doing, dude? Yeah.
0: <laughs> the next morning, Mary finds the door locked from the outside, which, in her head, she thinks... Oh, Owen must have left because the door is locked, you know, and you can't lock it from the inside. So she uses her key to unlock the door to clean the room, opens the door. And once again, Owen is sitting in the bed in the dark, shades tightly shut. So she's completely startled and confused because this means that someone locked him into the room. Someone took his key, locked the door and left because the door was locked. So he now is doesn't have his key.
1: What? that makes no so okay keep going
0: so she actually she realizes that he's on the phone when she opens the door um but he waves her to come in anyways and clean the room and she overhears him on the phone say no don i don't want to eat i'm not hungry i just had breakfast no i'm not hungry um she cleans the room and leaves But like, how awkward is it that the maid cleaned the room and he just sat there the whole time?
1: In the dark with the (laughs) shades closed on the phone. On the phone yeah this like I don't know.
0: who sits in the room while the maid is cleaning the room <laughs> that's so true
1: whenever i'm on vacation and the maid's not coming like, you oh, instantly to, leave we got to get out let's, yeah let's we have to go on. do we something leave. when they leave like that's, even that's on our
0: honeymoon when they would come to yep. clean the room like even if we were lounging and like or
1: just woke up just, we're just like oh, we yeah, would we, get up and leave yeah. the room it's awkward you don't want to like it's I know they're doing their job you don't want to be know. there while they're just cleaning the room that's i just think that's so eerie that he
0: just sat there and it's 1935 so maybe it's not that he's like a
1: vampire he's just sitting on the bed just like yeah don yeah how's it going yeah that's so yeah. weird
0: so this is the second time that don has been mentioned the first time on the notepad yep which she thinks don was the friend that came to see him mm-hmm. and then now on the phone okay um so she comes back for her afternoon rounds and when approaching the door to room 1046 she hears two male voices talking inside the room So she gently knocks and asks if they need any fresh towels, but she knows that they do because when she cleaned the room earlier, she took the towels
1: Yeah.
0: and now she's coming back to bring them like she did the first day. A gruff, angry sounding voice says from inside the room, we don't need any, go away. Wow. So we, so meaning there's multiple people people and go away. So she just leaves. Um, and she's already has the heebie-jeebies about she, this room. Seriously. So she just is like, yeah, I'm leaving. So that night, this is night number two, around 1 a.m., a guest in the neighboring room of 1046 says that she hears a man and a woman arguing. And then she says, but it actually could have been two couples, um, but she wasn't sure. And there, there was like sounds of like a scuffle and then some loud snoring and then that was it, and it, like, went away, and she went back to sleep.
1: This whole thing, honestly, is reminding me of a murder mystery. Everyone, like, has details here yeah, and there. Yeah, Like, little facts. I know.
0: I also do think, like, like in 1935, just from watching the movies, you know, uh-huh. like, that people would just say things, and the cops took it as 100%, whereas nowadays, like, eyewitnesses are actually not the most reliable source you mm-hmm. can have. Like, most of the time, people don't even...
1: They want video cameras and forensics. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because you can't really trust. So, I mean, this story is coming strictly from eyewitnesses. Like a book, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean. Okay. Also, I think everyone, like I said, was was paying closer attention because of the weird. And, like, if you wake up in the middle of the night, I mean. Yeah. I had an experience at a hotel where I woke up in, in the middle of the night to some sounds going on in the room yeah. next door and like I could vividly explain
1: everything that happened
0: yeah because yeah. it's just it's the you know so um the next morning at 7 am, the front desk notices that rooms room 1046's phone had been left off the hook, so it was like their yep. room phone was off the hook. So they sent the bellboy up. And this is the same bellboy and the same maid the whole story. Okay. So this bellboy by now is like.
1: Yeah, this maid and bellboy are ready to get yeah. out of there.
0: So they send the bellboy up to find out what's going on. So he arrives and he goes to open the door, but the door's locked again. Meaning like no one would be in the room. So he knocks on the door a couple times. And then someone from inside says, come in and turn the lights on. But the door's locked. And so, like, he's, like, yeah. so he's, like, getting frustrated. He's, like, you, I can't get in. The door is locked. <laughs> but they can't open the door either. And so he just gets frustrated, and he shouts through the door, put the phone back on the hook. And then he leaves the room. Yep. So whoever was in room 1046 that morning doesn't listen. And at 830, the phone is still off the hook.
1: Oh, Bellboy's going to be pissed.
0: So the Bellboy gets sent back up. To hang up the phone. They say, no matter what, get in there and hang up the phone. They give him a key to okay. the room this time. So he knocks, there's no answer, so he lets himself in.
1: He opens no, the door no.
0: and he sees Owen laying on the bed, fully naked with the lights off. Like curtains closed again, it's pretty dark. The only light is coming from the hallway.
1: Is he like in bed or just like He's the laying bed's on made, top on of the bed. Just on top of the bed. Fully naked. Okay.
0: Um, the huh. telephone like where it's supposed to be sitting is knocked over onto the floor and the, it's like off the receiver. So
1: it's not a pretty sight to walk no. into.
0: So he just like assumes that he's hungover, you uh-huh. know? And so he walks in, picks up the phone, hangs it back up, puts it back up on like the desk that it's supposed to be on and leaves. Doesn't say anything to Owen or anything. Okay. And Owen doesn't say anything either. So <laughs> just silence. I know. <laughs> so about an hour later, The front desk gets another notification, gets another notification saying that the phone is off the hook again.
1: Dude, he's just playing games with this (laughs) bellboy.
0: So the bellboy is like frustrated by now. Like this poor bellboy. Seriously. He's like, are you kidding me? Like I just came to work to do my job, carry these people's luggage and I'm having to babysit a grown man. A
1: naked man. Yeah, a
0: grown naked (laughs) man who's hungover. Like, he's probably just so frustrated Uh at this point. I just feel bad for him. That's so funny. So he goes back up. um, But room 1046 now has a do not disturb sign hanging on the doorknob. So someone somehow opened the door.
1: Grab the do not disturb. Grab the do not disturb
0: sign, put it on, and close the door again. Because you can't unlock the room from the inside. Yep. So he's like, what the heck?
1: They didn't just kicked him out of the hotel I know. by now,
0: and so he knocks and knocks and knocks, and there's no response. So he lets himself in again. He opens the door and lets himself in. And I don't know if the door is locked again at this point or if it's unlocked, but he opens the door. He finds Owen hunched over on like on close to the door. He's on the floor holding his head in his hands, and he's oh like hunched gosh. over naked still holding his head in his hands, and there's blood everywhere it's on the floor it's on the walls it's all over the bathroom and it's all over the bed
1: oh my gosh this guy's always naked too (laughs) i I love
0: that that's what you got out of that i know you said
1: a lot more than that but this guy is always (laughs) naked
0: (laughs) i know you would walk in and be like do i even say something like this guy's butt naked
1: (laughs) oh that's so funny
0: um so obviously the bellboy freaks out like he's like i did not sign up for this seriously so he's like panicked he runs down to the lobby and the lobby calls the police because there's no cell phones so the police arrive and they run they go up to floor 10 room 1046 and they find that owen is still in the same position but he's actually alive like he's dying but he's alive so they like turn him over you know they start helping him um he has they notice that he has stab wounds to his chest oh um his head has multiple fractures so like he's bleeding and they can tell that his head is broken basically um he has bruises all around his neck and his wrists and ankles are tied so he's bound
1: what the heck? So someone's got to be inside the hotel going around.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, so the cops, the police are like, this guy's been tortured. Like there's blood everywhere. He's tied up. He's beaten. He's been tortured. So they try to talk to him because they know he might die any second. Yeah. So they're like, please tell us what happened. What happened to you? Who did this? And he's he says, no one. And then they're like well what happened and he's like i fell in the bathtub what? and then he goes unconscious
1: what in the world
0: yeah so they take him to um it's
1: a big fall <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> so they take him to the hospital and he's in a coma and then he dies at the hospital oh man i know poor Owen.
1: seriously <laughs> <laughs> but now i want to figure out okay so what happened then
0: yeah So um, authorities search room 1046 and they find some weird things. So first of all, there are no clothes in the room and Owen was naked and there's no clothes at all in the room. So someone took his clothes. Hmm. Um, Hmm. Uh, The peanut butter (laughs) baby. (laughs) Uh. There's no towels or toiletries from the hotel. So someone came and took all the towels that were in the room and all the, like, little toiletries they give, you know, like the shampoo and conditioner and I lotion. Mean,
1: those are nice. You know, <laughs> sometimes you got to take it and you're a, do what you got to do. You're a hotel
0: toiletry <laughs> jacker?
1: No, I don't do that.
0: <laughs> um, Maybe. <laughs> so all of those are missing, obviously. Yeah. Um, so, and then the blood is just everywhere. everywhere. Like, they're like, this wasn't just in the bathroom. Like, this... How did...
1: Okay, so how did the person next door not hear it this time, but when people were, but they heard it the other time when people were barely even making any noise? So. You know what I'm saying? Like what, where was the person next door that was super attentive before?
0: So I'm going to tell you this detail, but it was kind of like controversial. It wasn't in every source that I read. Okay. Uh, The first time the bellboy goes in and he's laying naked in the bed, just laying there. The bellboy, according to some of the sources, says that he thinks that he sees some dark stains on the bed, like around him, but he's just so annoyed that he's having to go back up that he feels like it's probably just like spilt wine. Or stuff like that. Okay. Like, he doesn't actually... And the guy's naked, and so he's not just staring at him, right? Like, yeah. you walk in, there's a dude that's <laughs> naked. You're not just gonna... So he just, like, looks at the phone, goes to the phone, picks it up, and leaves. And, and already, it's dim. I Like, it's dark in the room.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a hard detail, because... Oh, I think I saw some stains, yeah. but, you know... Now that so, I know he got killed, I think I did see stains. So the only
0: reason I'm telling you that now, based on the question you asked, is because maybe... Owen wasn't beat in between the two bellboy visits maybe Owen was beat earlier And then finally like came conscious to fell off the bed tried to crawl to oh. the door Got the phone off the hook again.
1: I see what you're saying. Okay, you know Uh huh. So okay. we
0: don't you know, there's no timeline of like when this actually happened Yeah Um Plus like there might not have been anyone in the rooms next to him. It's the mm-hmm. middle of the day at this point
1: Their selection is designed to captivate and surprise, ensuring your heart rate remains as elevated as your imagination.
0: New members can try Audible for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash MWMH or text MWMH to 500-500. That's audible.com slash MWMH or text MWMH to 500-500. So the police find four fingerprints on the phone stand. Um... Which seemed to be women's fingerprints because they were small. Or it's a man with tiny hands. <laughs> they don't, I mean, but they're assuming it's women. Yeah. There were two water glasses in the room and one was broken, like like had, you know, like a jagged edge, okay, like yeah, it had yeah. been broken. And the other one was like in pristine condition. There was an unused cigarette and an unopened bottle of sul- sulfuric acid. Yeah. How do I say that? Sulfuric acid. Sulfuric sulfuric acid. Okay. Uh huh. Which I don't know what that's used for. Do you?
1: No, I I just know how to say the word, but I like <laughs> back when means. I was
0: like a chemist, I'm trying to remember <laughs> what I use sulfuric acid for, but I like really can't remember.
1: This really is. It really is like a like I'm in a mystery room, you know, like the escape rooms. Yeah, have you ever been doing an escape room? Okay, so the cigarette butts here. There's a cup here. Yeah. There's this here. And Figure out who murdered him.
0: Yeah, and doesn't it just seem like every old like yes, murder. murder mystery That's that you've kinda, ever watched?
1: Yeah, because usually I don't like these as much, but I think because it's old like
0: this, like it. I swear, every old murder has these like weird details of like stuff mm-hmm. like this. You know, like who has a bottle of sulfuric acid sitting in their hotel room? <laughs> you know,
1: it's intriguing. Okay.
0: So the cops discover that Roland T. Owen doesn't actually exist. And it's not the man's real name or identity. There was no one in in the United States of America with the name Roland T. Owen. So they go back and realize that he's booked several other hotels in Kansas, like the days before the incident, just under different aliases that were all fake. So he was just bouncing from hotel to hotel using different names weird a city worker named robert lane claims that he had been approached by owen the night that owen checked in and owen thought that robert was driving a taxi but he wasn't and he owen walks up to him wearing only his underwear and t-shirt despite it being freezing outside of course and lane notices that he has like a bloody wound on his arm And so he's like, hey, well, can I'm not a taxi, but, you know, can I help you with that wound wound on your arm? Are you okay?" And all Owen says back is, don't worry, I'm going to get revenge on the person who gave this wound to me. What a weirdo. So during the funeral preparations for this now unidentified man, an anonymous caller um, calls in and claims that the dead man was his brother-in-law and that the cops were on the wrong track with the murder. The caller asked the police not to bury him where they were planning on and that he would send money to pay for a nicer funeral. The money ends up coming in as in a wad of cash wrapped up in newspaper, and they never can figure out who the anonymous caller was. Wow. Um, During the funeral, no family shows up for the unidentified man, but like apparently the family knows that he's died, if you believe the anonymous caller but an anonymous another anonymous person sends flowers and money with a note saying love forever luis so two people are claiming they know who this man is but no no one's coming forward to tell the police who this man is and someone sent money and flowers to the funeral with a note that said love forever luis
1: yeah this whole thing is just kind of getting stranger and Mm -hmm. stranger
0: so police try to figure out who Don is right like they they have no luck on these anonymous people So they're like, let's just go back to the one Fact that we do have that this guy was in contact with someone named Don or at least was claiming to be according to the maid and the bellboy and everyone yep. so they Go they try to find who Don is they try to follow the leads. They have no luck. They can't figure out who Don is They truly have no idea what happened in room 1046 besides strange and concerning behavior from this unidentified man
1: and it seems like a pretty small hotel so you think they would know yeah like if someone came in that they and they did like they
0: so they the bellboys like you know and the people at the hotel are like oh the night of the murder um a commercial woman actually came into the hotel which is a sex worker yep went up to floor 10 because like the the guy standing at the um elevator like saw what button she pushed went up to floor 10 comes back down meets another guy and then they go back up to floor nine
1: okay so they talk about all the strange stuff that. yeah but it's like no
0: one like that's just but it's like there's always
1: weird stuff happening yeah but also
0: like who remembers that yeah detail it's the middle of the night who remembers like oh they came in they went up to floor 10 they came back down You know like when there's nothing weird going on. Yeah I could see that. Unless uh, it was like oh that's a sex worker and ba- you know uh-huh. In that day it was like A big deal. sex worker. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like maybe they were remembering because of that uh-huh. Honestly I don't know. So um The case remains cold until 1936 which is actually only like a year and a half later um a woman calls The authorities and says her name is Eleanor Ogletree and she's from Alabama. She claims to have come across a photo of Owen in a magazine article about the case and says it's her brother, Artemis, who's seventeen and disappeared a while back.
1: Whoa.
0: She says around the disappearance, Artemis had sent a series of strange typed up like you know on like a typewriter Uh typed up letters to their mom um but he didn't actually know how to type like he was never taught how to type and they didn't have a typewriter and the tone of the letters like seemed a little off so they were just kind of like
1: that can't be him
0: that really can't be him so they didn't know what to think of it and in the last letter he said that he was planning to sell around europe and so you know don't be weirded out if you don't hear from me for a while and then they never heard from him again
1: It's kind of interesting to think back then, you can't like. Find my friends. Yeah, (laughs) like find my friends are like, oh, that's my brother that's been missing and he left. But it's not like you can call him on a cell phone or like see him on Instagram and you're like, oh, okay, he's in Nebraska now or something. Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh, I guess he's dead. I had no idea.
0: Yeah. So they send the Kansas police photos of Artemis, their brother, because you can't like get on Facebook and look him up the resemblance is actually uncanny to owen like they literally look at the photos and go wow this actually might be the dead man Mm -hmm. um he even had the same scar on his face oh wow but if it really was him if owen if roland t owen is artemis ogletree the letters that artemis sent to his mom were sent after roland t owen died
1: Okay, well, that would make sense because they said the letters were weird anyways. So it so.
0: really wasn't him.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and that's it. That's all? That's all we have.
1: So it's never been solved?
0: Never been solved.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. So it's this, it's like one of the most mysterious, no evidence, no answers, murder cases like that exist, and
1: we still don't know who don is Nope. that's just been kind of a mystery nope. the whole time too
0: so they do say that don back in the day was like a name for a mafia boss like a nickname oh is that do you uh, know that
1: yeah no i didn't know that oh
0: I didn't know that. so they say like they would call all mafia bosses don like they didn't go by their real names they just went by don Your don yeah <laughs> <laughs> so they're like saying you know maybe he got wrapped up with the mafia boss's girl and so then you know dawn came for him and that's why he was going to different hotels using different names trying to run away
1: i could see that or i mean not the exact yeah thing but like the maid said that uh, someone said to her no we're fine just go away mm-hmm. so obviously someone was pissed off inside there
0: yeah so i'm gonna go through some theories okay like these are just speculated theories of all people alike yeah so theory number one the most simple theory don beat artemis to death alone in room 1046 and that's how like that's what happened he was the man with the deep voice that the maid heard mm-hmm. and uh artemis was trying to run from him and don found him and beat him okay theory number two don didn't act alone because of the woman It was heard by the neighbor that night. And then also people think that the sex worker who came up and then came back down to meet the man was meeting Don. And then they both went back up and killed him together.
1: Oh, so she came
0: up, saw him, came back down, met Don with the key and went back up.
1: I kind of like that theory.
0: Um, because you know, the elevator operator saw her and it was heard a man and a woman arguing.
1: Interesting.
0: The third is that Ogletree was killed, like hit for hire by someone for being unfaithful to his fiance, Luis, who sent flowers to his funeral and money saying love forever, Luis. And she, she, her brother, Luis's brother could have been the anonymous caller that paid for the funeral. Oh. But I'm like, if she hit for hired him, why would she then pay for his funeral?
1: isn't he also 17 years old? Yeah. I mean, did people, maybe, I mean, I guess yes. People got, back
0: then people did get married but, early.
1: I don't know about that one. Okay. Yeah.
0: So those are like the three main things. So now I'm going to tell you kind of what I feel Okay. after. So I think the reason that he was sitting in the bed like that with the lights off was because he was being held prisoner in the hotel. I think that Don was with him in the hotel a lot of the time. and so he was just sitting there because like dawn was coming in and out of the hotel to meet him acting as like another guest of another room and he was like being forced to stay there and then eventually dawn this guy whoever it is kills him and i think that when the bellboy came in um, the first time he had already been beat and Don was still in the room. And I think when the bellboy came in, Don was hiding in the room in the middle of beating him and set him in the bed naked and said, don't move.
1: Oh, I could see that one, especially because it was dark. All it was mm-hmm. dark the entire time. And
0: like the phone kept going off. Yeah. So it's like there was something going on up there. And so, and I think that whatever Artemis had done, he was obviously scared. He had been running. He had been using fake aliases. I think he would have 10,000% been under control of someone. So if someone sat him in the bed and said, don't move, he would have done it.
1: Yeah. No, I think you actually might be right. I, it was, it's hard because there's not a whole lot of information.
0: And because the do not disturb sign came back on the door uh-huh. the, the last time the bellboy came up, I think someone. Was in the room when the bellboy came up the first time and was hiding.
1: So, but then how was the door getting locked every single time?
0: Because, so, oh, like you mean if there's someone in mm-hmm. the room, how's the door getting locked? Because I think that the, there is a girl working with him. Got it. I do think that so there's. you think there's a third person?
1: hmm Okay.
0: Yeah. And I think they just bounced back the keys back and forth.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's a.
0: Because you, I think you think about it, it's perfect. He can't leave if he's locked in the room. Uh-huh. Like, it's a perfect place to hold someone prisoner.
1: Seriously. Yeah, it's weird that the hotel doors is only locked from the outside. It mm-hmm. really is like a jail.
0: Yeah. I think because, yeah, there was just the safety. There is no need to lock your door if you're in the room. Yeah,
1: you're fine. No one's going to come yeah. hurt you. Like,
0: I would be interested to know if back in that time, if people even locked their houses. Like, if there were locks on the doors to houses.
1: I don't... I'm not the best with history.
0: So <laughs> don't ask
1: me. <laughs> I don't really
0: remember reading that in my history books at school, but...
1: Well, think of the Great Gatsby. So the, Yeah, they probably did. Yeah. The Great Gatsby was like
0: 1920s. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. the 20s.
1: So, yeah. Yeah, they probably did. But yeah, it's just weird to me
0: that a hotel like... I had to research it because I was so confused. Like, Like, I hate hotels. Can you imagine not having (laughs) a lock on your door in a hotel?
1: We act like you are living in, like, tents. Like, we don't know our (laughs) history very well. Wait, did they shut the teepee tent when they left?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know. No, but yeah,
1: you do hate hotels, so. Yeah, so
0: this story, like, the fact that the door locks from the outside and someone could lock you in your room or you couldn't lock someone out of your room gives me the heebies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't like that. Which is why I started this story off with why I hate hotels so bad.
1: Yeah, that's a good one.
0: So, in conclusion, was Artemis Ogletree really Roland T. Owen? And if so, how did he even end up in Kansas City? His family has no idea. Was the mysterious Don the man who had been heard talking to Owen? And did he kill Artemis and then send those letters to make the family think that he was still alive? And if so, like why? Why even make the family like he was already gone? The family wasn't causing a ruckus. Like he had already, he had been gone for a while. Um, who's the woman involved? And what role did she play? And what actually happened in room 1046? Why was Roland Owen or Artemis Ogletree acting so weird and and like showing concerning behavior the whole time he was staying there?
1: I think there's too many gaps there's so there's so many gaps between the letters between Mm
0: -hmm. someone
1: claiming him as family between the anonymous caller yeah between all this stuff there's just I don't even know if I can form an opinion because there's so many gaps
0: but it's so it's weird weird. it's freaky I think the freakiest part is not that someone was killed in a hotel room I don't think that that is that strange I think the behavior leading up to the the phone going, you know, the phone keep getting off the hook. The fact that he just kept sitting in the bed in the dark, never opening the windows, never turning a light on, just staring up at the ceiling, not reading a newspaper, not like doing things to pass his time. The fact that the only person that he was ever heard talking to or like communicating with was a guy named Don. The fact that when the maid went up there, there was someone else in the room that said, no, we don't need towels, go away.
1: Also, it's
0: just that behavior before the murder itself that is so alarming.
1: Something else I thought of is when he left the room and he told the maid, don't lock it. It could be because Don was in there
0: and didn't want to get locked. Didn't want
1: to get locked in.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I, mm-hmm. I think there's something so spooky to the fact that like someone can be hiding in a room and you don't know. Like someone is in a room with you and you are <laughs> unaware. Like yeah. that, that, that thought is very spooky and freaky to Uh me and so the fact that this maid could have been in there and someone could have been hiding under the bed or oh yeah like that is so where while while their prisoner artemis is just sitting in the bed staring up at the ceiling trying to act like nothing weird is going on like that is spooky to me and that is why i like this story so much because the possibility of that happening seems to be kind of high
1: yeah i think Oh, I'm sure maids and bellboys have so many insane stories. Oh. Even now, oh, I know hotels are just. Can a you weird, imagine? I mean, hotels are awesome. They're fun to stay in every once in a while, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure there's so many crazy stories. Yeah. So many.
0: Yeah, I know. I. But. I mean, every lawn, every TV show that I watch always has at least at least once a season has an, a hotel murder yeah. or a hotel some crime yeah. of some sort. Like that's. It's an, It's just you get a whole bunch of strangers in one place.
1: That was a good one, though.
0: I know. That I, really I did one that was unsolved because we've been having ones yeah. that are solved. You know, so this is technically one of the most mysterious unsolved murder of the death in room 1046.
1: Awesome. That was a good one. Oh. I know you can't hit the
0: yeah i know because it wasn't solved we don't know
1: no one went to jail
0: i do feel like artemis roland whatever you want to call him did something naughty
1: oh i'm sure i mean people don't usually don't just kill people for no reason there's always some motive but i do
0: feel like he he got mess he got involved with the wrong people like he said
1: mafia boss Mm -hmm. i could totally see that
0: and and was trying to run and then got caught and got killed. And got killed. And, like, they held him there for a while. I mean, it wasn't a while. It was two days. But yeah. yeah. I definitely think that's kind of what happened in this situation. But we'll never know.
1: We will never know.
0: Well, one day, hopefully.
1: Unless someone out there has some information that we don't know. hmm Then feel free to pass it along.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you <laughs> just happen to listen to this and you happen to know what really happened in room 1046 He's like your great great
1: great grandpa or <laughs> please something let me know so that i can solve a murder <laughs> that's so funny i know awesome that was a good one
0: yeah well
1: i think that's
0: I mean. all right well thank you for listening um please please subscribe to our podcast if you if you if you finish this one if you got to the end you owe it to yourself to subscribe.
1: You're a real fan at this point, and we really <laughs> You're appreciate <true> it. <laughs> You're a true homie. You're um, a
0: true homie. Yeah, so subscribe and also follow us on our social medias. We are at Murder With My Husband on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook.
1: And Facebook. We don't have Facebook don't yet, have Facebook but we yet. will. But we will. We're going to try to do, I think, twice a week. We're yeah. going to try to post twice a week. Um mm-hmm. Because we want it to be consistent where people can can listen to these stories, not where it's like, oh, this hook we posted once and then we didn't post for three weeks. So, Mm -hmm. just be on the lookout. That's why you should subscribe. Yeah,
0: subscribe. You'll get a notification every time. And download.
1: Yep, and download. Subscribe and download. We love seeing where our listeners are from. Yeah. Even if we only have 10.
0: And we will shout you out if you're a continued listener and we check.
1: That's true. We will shout you out.
0: So, let us know comment on our stuff let us know subscribe we'll we'll see you
1: and then one day maybe when we have thousands of listeners we'll still shout out the true OGs, the ogs
0: yep the ogs (laughs) the been here from the beginning yep all right well everyone artemis ogletree ronald t owen (laughs) the mysterious woman dawn (laughs) i love it and i hate it bye